of the Gnome Boys White Lotus Season 2 Recaps. As we discussed, we've got a taste test combination with the recap this week. Uh, So Dirk and Neil, we've got the Truly Vodka Seltzer to help us get through the Episode 4 discussion here for White Lotus. What do we think here? How's this going to go? A little taste test, a little show review. What could go wrong? Yeah, what could be better than that? I can't wait. If anything, you'll just get get the juices flowing, get the truth coming out, you know? I see this as a positive. We're gonna we're gonna find out for for all of us, you know. Yeah, we were talking before, and we are excited for this taste test. There are some grime flavors, at least by the by the sound of it. This could be a delicious one. We're hoping. Yeah, this is. I think uh, it's safe to say for me, it's my like one I'm most excited for. Out, yeah, out so the, we've done the four. I, say, I didn't actually look at the flavors beforehand, and I picked up in the store. I was like, "Ooh, yeah, this is yeah. some good solid yeah. stuff." Yeah, so the four flavors are the it's like their combination. So it's blackberry plus lemon, cherry plus lime, peach plus tangerine, pineapple plus cranberry. I know my. So if you've only been listening to the White Lotus recaps, what we do here is we drink seltzers and talk about them about as simple as it gets. I mean, it's kind of BS our way in between. They're usually pretty unstructured. And so now we have like the dis- in-between discussion, but now we've got the white Lotus, obviously to get us through there. So we'll see how this goes. I know what my number four seed is going to be the other three in terms of the pre-rankings. No- the other three, I could go in any order. I'll have to figure it out on the fly. Yeah, this was a tough one. I mean, you clearly had a number four. I don't, I don't know what that is. But they're all pretty close for me. I think I have that number four, though, as well. Yeah, I'm with Neil on this one. I I think I know what Hamage is going to say as well, Neil. But I don't know. To me, I think they're going to be a lot closer than, uh, than we think. Should we, should we say it on three, what we think it's going to be? Yeah, one sec. I got to look at the flavors again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I know what his number th- number four is, but uh, I got to look at the flavors again. I need to know what the flavors okay, are. I got it. No, no, I didn't know what it was mixed with because they're they're all mixed, you know? All right, we'll do it. I'll, one, two, three, go. Okay. Yeah. One, two, three. Pineapple. Pineapple cranberry. cranberry yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. Not to say it's gonna be bad, but the other three are just so prime. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I can't recall ever having that combo before the pineapple and cranberry. So, like I, you said, doesn't mean it's gonna be bad. It's just unknown. Yeah, th- those are my my two least favorite flavors, just individually of everything there. So it was the easy, easy four seed, but it could still be delicious. So let's get our sure. order going and get this guy started here. All right. So it's going to be Dirk, Neil, and me. So as we do this, we start with our pre-rankings. Again, for anyone who is new to the taste test, hopefully this will be fun for you. Uh, Dirk, your four through one pre-taste test guest rankings. Okay, I'm going... Actually, would you mind if... Neil goes first because I want to write these down and I need to get my uh, list in order. Sounds like he wants to copy what I'm doing, but okay. All right, Neil, since Dirk is not prepared, you can get the honor going first. <laughs> no. All right. Four, I'm going to go with you, Hambidge. I am going to go with a pineapple cranberry. 
Not that I think it's going to be bad. It's just it's that unknown. Not, I'm just not convinced with those two flavors. Yep. Uh, from there, I'll go the cherry lime, then the blackberry lemon, and the peach tangerine is number one. I don't know. I always have a thing for peach, so that's why it's my number one. All right, Dirk, are you ready or should I go? Um, I'm ready. So I'm going for pineapple cranberry. Uh, that just like gut feeling just what, when I looked at them all. Yeah, I don't know how it'll mix. So that's four. Um, three, I'm going. Um, wait, shoot. Which one did I have? Unbelievable. <laughs> he just wrote them down, everyone, <laughs> and already forgot. Peach and tangerine. I'm going three, peach and tangerine. Four. It's because of the dude. I like, I actually couldn't even write down all of Neil's choices because I forgot what one of the mixed flavors was. I don't like these mixed flavors. I keep forgetting. Anyways, we just talked um, about how much we like them. Now he doesn't like them. Well, I think they're going to taste good, but it's uh, my memory is not helping me. Uh, okay, so two, I'm going cherry lime. And then one, I'm going to go uh, out of left field, I think. But I do think it has the highest ceiling. Blackberry, uh, whatever. It's mixed with lemon. <laughs> Black, the highest ceiling, but only knows half of the flavors. Blackberry and lemon. Yep. Blackberry is my favorite fruit. Fun fact. So uh, that's why I'm rolling with it. I don't think I knew Honestly, that. Honestly, I think that's the safest one to be the best flavor. I disagree. I think I think it's not. I think the peach and tangerine is the safest. I oh although, okay. Although I mean, I, do, I, I can get on board with that since it's my number one. So from my my number four is as you guys nailed down with ease, pineapple plus cranberry. Now the the remaining three, I could see all of them being amazing or equally good, whatever oh, that, absolutely. Ce- that ceiling is, because um, all of these flavors on their own are delicious combined. They're a good combination. Um, I'm going to go blackberry plus lemon at three. Peach and tangerine at two. Which leaves cherry plus lime at one. The cherry lime, I mean, anything with cherry is going to get me. Like, that's just almost a given. True, true. And cherry plus lime, I, I think I'm definitely being swayed by how delicious a good cherry limeade is. Oh, the Minute Maid Cherry Limeade? It's great. Or um, the, what's it? I think it's, is it Firehouse that does their own? You know, the sub place? No idea. I, I mean, I know that's the sub place, yes. Yeah, that, they, they do, that's going to be wild if you got that right. Yeah. They they do their own cherry, they big, do their uh, own recipe cherry limeade. Big Firehouse sub guy over here. Dude, Firehouse is, is a two seed in sub places behind Jersey Mike's. <laughs> Just, just how it is. All right. Um, we did not discuss, as is our modus operandi here, how we're gonna do the combination of the taste test and the and the recap. We're just gonna just gotta feel it, feel it, how the flow is going, and we'll just we'll figure it out on the way. But like let's always, get... we rely on you to guide us, Hambitch. All right. Well, exactly. Works for me. Let, well, let's get started <laughs> with the first drink. Talk a little about that, and then get into the episode. All right, Dirk. What are we starting with? I'm going to pick um, number two, cherry lime. Number two for me, I should say, cherry lime. And I did want to say, um, Hambedge, that I was thinking you were going to go with cherry lime because I know you like cherry. We've talked about this. And I almost did that too. But I, isn't there another, like a a different seltzer? I don't know if it's truly or not. That has a cherry lime. Maybe it's busy. It has like a cherry lime mix. 
They do, yes. And that's what like that. I was like, the I think original Vizzy the original Vizzy pack had that. Yeah. And so I was like, I think I've kind of had something like this. And so I'm pretty I, sure like, they I'm also have the lemon blackberry too. But oh, this is really? the premium seltzer with, with actual vodka, though. That can make all the difference. It really good. can. All right. Cheers. Cheers, boys. Ooh, that was a good group crack. Yeah, like probably the way, best like ever. We're starting. Oh man. <laughs> so, <laughs> so far, so good. That's delicious. That is so good. Um, that reminded me of like uh, maybe because I sent that gift of uh, Buddy the Elf. I'm in love, but it's like how much he loves like sweets. That was a hamage reaction right there. That. That's that's delicious. Holy holy shit. <laughs> that's pretty tasty. Pretty good. If I'll just say this, if this is not my number one at the end of this, this is gonna be the best pack we've had yet. At least from my point of I view. I will say when yeah. we were <clears throat> when I was that's a at good the sto- when I was at the store grabbing this one, I saw the truly holiday pack. They did update it from last year, though. There's a they got there's a few flavors they got rid of because remember we did the taste test last year for those. Yeah, yeah. Hell, man. they got rid of the apple like one. one. They kept the sangria one. I think they cre- they kept the orange one, and then there was two new ones because of what it was. They got rid of the apple one and some one of the one of the other ones that they cranberry had. cranberry was yep. in there. Yep, that was it. Or pomegranate, maybe. So, uh, so yeah, there's some weird stuff in that one. Yeah, that was that. I mean, it was perfect because it was it was seasonal. Um, but yeah, it was not not the best. So for this one, I had also sent over that the Bud Light like apple slices because apple fall seemed seemed to kind of work. I got that for this past weekend. They're actually really good. So that that would have been a good one. But or if he's looking for a good seltzer to have that you haven't had before, the the um the bud the bud light apple slices are really good. Hmm. Yeah, I will say apple usually doesn't do it for me. Comes seltzer, but you know I've been surprised. Okay, so I'm looking at the 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 holiday pack for this year. So the sangria, the cran orange, pear martini, and berry mm-hmm. berry bramble style. That one sounds good. Yeah. Berry Bramble is kind of like if you muddled up everything we love about the holidays and put it in one delicious drink. Well, I do like a gin Bramble, so I feel like it's got to be like kind of up that alley. Bramble sold me. What what is a Bramble in terms of a drink? What is that? Mm, It's like, so obviously the base is gin. I think you use like like a blackberry simple syrup, a little club soda, probably something else in there that I'm missing, maybe lemon juice or something and just mix it around. Oh, a, f- a flavored simple syrup. Interesting. Yeah. I like that. It's very like tasty. Ambon, you actually had one at um, a couple days before Neil's uh, celebration this summer. Uh, oh, you J- probably did because at the bar we went to, like mm-hmm. they're, they're known from there. You definitely did. Oh. And you probably loved it. Um, Whatever I had there. What was the place called again? Boone and Crockett. Yep. Yeah, I think I just got whatever you were drinking and just showed up to the gym. It was those whatever I mean, it was, it was good. Yeah. What it definitely was and is uh one of Sophie's bridesmaids made me do that uh the Malore test where she had like three shots lined up 
and he had to oh, pick which yeah. one wasn't Malar. Oh, oh yeah, man. yeah, but but they look so different. It was, it was, <laughs> yeah. so, it was so obvious. I just remember immediately you got down to table level and just started looking at the colors. Yeah, and like, got it right away. The... <laughs> it was That's so hilarious. easy. <laughs> she picked. She picked the wrong. Um, that, that was Emily, wasn't it? Yep. Yep. Yeah, she picked the wrong. Um. Decoy drinks or whatever, how you ever want to phrase it. it right. Super easy. Um, yep. All right, so White Lotus. Before we get started, renewed for season three. Did you guys see that? Here we go. Yep. I cannot wait. I love this show. Yeah. So so one thing that we'll do either in the finale or maybe as a special episode after is discuss about just guests on season three, where we want it to be, uh, some casting, who I want to see show up from Mike White's Survivor season, because I'm assuming that's going to continue. Um, but season three renewed can't wait um any other thoughts on that or just excited for another another season no yeah excited i'm just curious if we're gonna see uh tanya again yeah exactly. or maybe she's the one floating the ocean i don't know i would i would kind of like it and not not to go too far down this path tonight but i would kind of like it if each season had a different character carryover oh okay so like so like tanya's from one to two and yeah, then I like that. just say like Portia is two to three and someone from that is three to four. Sure. But Tanya, Tanya is maybe picking up after this week. We'll see. But I'm not, sh- I'm not so sure I'd be thrilled to see her character again. I love Jennifer Coolidge, but I don't know how much more of her story when it's the only one carrying over. I'd be too excited yeah. to see. Agreed. All right. Let's, let's get into this episode a little bit before we get, move on to drink number two. Uh, so Ethan and Harper, Cameron and Daphne, of course, Ethan and, and Cameron are coming, coming up off their partying night. Uh, Cameron went a little, a little harder, uh, with, with Lucia and it looks like Mia as well. And we know Ethan rejected Mia after, after she kissed him. Um, so Cameron wakes up, heard the girls out, pays them only has 1800 bucks, which clearly is very short assures them he'll get them the money that he'll leave them an envelope at the front desk, which seems sketchy. Just use an envelope of cash. Absolutely sketchy. Cause and then the manager is already suspicious about these girls, which she she knows knows who they are. Yeah. 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 That's, that was annoying. And do you think it's alluding to um, maybe he's like running out of money sort of or something? Or do you think he's just, I think he's just a dick. I think he has Uh, cash. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I was like, I, maybe looking to. I, I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if he has the cash and is just trying to pay less. Right. Mm. But we'll see because right. this this never came up the rest of the episode, so we'll see if it even. No, it's a very light episode, especially I'm, with I'm, Cameron. I'm assuming this will come up at some point again because I, unless. Well, did you watch the like coming later this season? Yes, I did. Okay, because there was a short stint where. Harper sees either Ethan or Cameron talking to the girls. Oh, I'm sh- I'm sure they'll interact again. I'm just wondering if the, the money part specifically, like how much that's going to play into. Okay, I, I assume that's what into that Cameron and, part and Lucia, about. or oh. or just or just them just interacting. But yeah, I feel like if they're going to mention the money thing, it's got to come up again. But yeah, it, it could be. I wouldn't be surprised if he is running out of money, and that's the other reason why he wants. Ethan to invest that he needs mm. a big, a big client or big influx of cash into the business. Yeah. Um, so Ethan wakes up to a call from Harper, um, very clearly upset about the night before, 
Now, how how wrong do you think Ethan is in this situation? Because like, yes, Mia kissed him, but then he just immediately rejected it. Do you think he's just pissed that he got so drunk and did drugs? Do you think he's feeling guilty about the kiss or just feeling like shit and hungover? I mean, or all maybe the above. Maybe a I think it's spr- I think a little feel- sprinkle everything. Yeah, I think he's feeling guilty for everything that one let the kiss happen. Two, he let the night get out of hand like it did. But I think he kind of just fell away, like how things were between him and college or him and Cameron in college, where Cameron would kind of lead the way and Ethan would follow along and wouldn't like say no to anything. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of sense I got from that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I'd agree with that. I think um, he even bothered me this episode. Uh, it probably was a mix of everything, but I think it's just so stupid that he didn't just right away. Just be like, Hey, look, you were right. Like he wants something from me. And here's what happened last night. You know, he got drunk, did a bunch of drugs or whatever. He banged a hooker, I guess, you know, and uh, like, it is what it is. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, it's, this is just going to blow up in his face. And it was so annoying to watch overall. Yeah. That's all I wanted to say. Well, I mean, <laughs> don't forget that Ethan, or I'm sorry, Cameron came in to invoke the bro code. So Ethan, Ethan stuck. Yeah. Nothing you can do about that. That's, I don't know, man. If, if Harper would have showed the, the rapper right away i would have been very quick to throw cameron under the bus oh yeah 100%. <laughs> yes yeah. that's not even a question because one he's not even lying so yeah. like just go with it also i don't know about you guys i'm i was surprised that cameron was a condom guy i would have thought he he wouldn't be i mean might have not have been his choice you know fair fair i just think i, think I get what you're saying though. just just, I get what you're just saying. throw caution to the wind they're in italy like what the hell? Yeah, but it does give an easy, easy out for the writers to have a condom wrapper found because that's a very obvious clue to whoever finds it to yeah. what actually happened. But before before we get to that part, so when um when Cameron comes in, you know, gets Ethan to say, yeah, whatever, it, I'm not gonna say anything, which super unfair position to put your so called best friend, just super shitty. But anyway, well, and then I mean, he's just hung over. He's just going to say yes to get yeah. stop talking. And what are you going to say to your, to your friend? No, I'm, yeah. I'm going to go tell your wife right away. Like, obviously you're right. going to agree to it. Um, but he makes these jokes about Cameron does about, I want to be inside you want to make you feel good. want to do stuff to you. Like it's the kind of stuff that you say when you're joking, but I don't know if he was just so hung over that he couldn't get the joke across or if this was like alluding to things that things that they've done before. Cause there's been talk that we mentioned it, other podcast reviews have talked about some sort of sexual te- sexual tension between the two. And this could lead further than that. Did you guys read into this part at all? Or do you think it was just... Yeah, him, I mean, being, I was just very goofy. confused by it. And I was like, I don't know. It's just one of those moments in the show. There's a few of those where it's just like I felt awkward. And I was like, can we just move past this part? <laughs> yeah, it made me think like, like that could be true. But also that maybe he is holding something over Ethan's head. So when he's like, oh, bro code, it's like, if you don't go along with this, then I'm going to let out whatever sure. secret it is. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to bro code whether and and whether or not Cameron is alluding to other stuff. Um, I think it's going to blow up in Ethan's face for sure. And I don't know, like you said, Neil, with a sneak peek, like you see Cameron kind of flirting with uh, Harper at one point. And right. so it's like, oh, this isn't going to be good. Um, you know, Harper probably thinks that Ethan's cheating on her. But in reality, it was Cameron all along, and he's just going to be a dick. It seems like, at least, moving forward. Do you think there's an age limit to when you can invoke the bro code without coming off as, like, 
a try hard douche at some point. I don't even know how to respond trying, to that. I'm trying to the like, right answer here. Like, do you think it's some like, what are they? Early forties? Some forty year old comes I and says, oh, "Bro code." I, I think I'm these gonna, are all like. It depends on your relationship with somebody. Yeah. So I, 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 gonna... I guess I mean like specifically invoking the bro code, not saying like, "Hey, please don't say anything," or like, "You're my friend." Let's. Well, I don't think ourselves. I've ever gone up to like I don't I don't think I've ever but, in my life said to either of you two, "Hey, bro code." You know what I mean? I just don't think not I've in any serious about situation that at least. But no, that right. that's what I'm saying is that the older you get, using that exact, and I feel like Ethan or Cameron is stuck in that college frat boy he because he was for sure yeah, frat, okay like one thousand yeah. percent oh, sure and i'm i'm talking about specifically like that wording and like that yeah kind he's of situation. too old to do it that's for sure mm-hmm. okay. i would say probably college maybe like 23 because then it's like like you're saying how you just explained it is like how you, i would think of the like definition of bro code i guess of like yeah college dudes being like oh bro code whatever whatever you even mean by that yeah which in this case means don't tell my wife I cheated on her again. <laughs> Ethan, Which, just, go, just tell her, man. Just tell Harper right away when she comes in. Maybe yep. next episode. So before the before the couples come back together, we have Daphne and Harper out at their their villa, their mansion. And Daphne has Harper to keep their conversation for the night before private. She has trouble keeping real girlfriends that most of them just end up wanting something from her. We'll stab her in the back, talk shit about her brand new back, which isn't a huge surprise. I feel like that seems pretty par for the course for how they set Daphne up as a character. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I don't know. Daphne, I think Neil said it a little bit ago, but we did, I feel like we didn't get much from like Cameron and Daphne really this episode. So I don't know like how I think she's obviously going to be tied into this. And actually now that I'm just talking, you know, at the very start of this show, this season, she was sitting alone on the, um, on the beach and mm-hmm. one of you was like, oh, maybe like his camera instead. Maybe they are like broken up by this point, by that, like by the end of the trip. Now my brain. They could turned. be, but I mean, she kept, I mean, she could have been faking it because she was telling us two women were like, this is the best trip ever. Right, the right, food yeah. is great. Yada, yada, yada. I mean, it oh, also could have been, could have been that she wanted to get one last swim in before they left and Cameron was just like, be, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm going to keep being a douchebag and stay in, stay in the room for that last, last hour of our trip. Mm. Like they, they've set that scene up and the following episodes really well to not in my mind, at least have, have her being by herself being any sort of giveaway. Cause like, yeah. obviously Harper isn't trying to spend more time with them. Like she will, but she's, if if Daphne says, "Hey, let's go hang out hang out at the beach for the last hour," Harper's not going to just jump at that, and has an easy excuse not to go down with her. Ethan wouldn't go down with her by himself, and Cameron might have to go pay off the hookers before they leave. So, I mean, who who knows? Yeah, what's they're going gonna, on, they're so. going to track them down. So, gotta get rid of them. But it is a, it is a good call that something to keep in mind as we head closer to the finale with just three episodes left. That she is alone, and is there a reason for that, or is that just? matter of circumstance um, i mean it's just gonna be like season one it's like oh this all makes sense now yeah. with the same way the first one started like where he was at the airport and they see the you know the, the yeah. body and everything yeah because they definitely wanted you to believe that that alexandra didario's character forgetting her character's name oh, absolutely was, was yeah. the dead person which right 
now we know how, how this show goes was an obvious red herring right away. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't, they didn't give us anything like that even this season. So we'll see a lot of, a lot of still, a lot of questions to be answered still. Um, so when they get back, Harper and Daphne, Harper tells Ethan, she thinks her assumptions were correct that Cameron and Daphne don't have this super pure, always awesome relationship that they have a twisted relationship. And then she and Ethan are fine and normal. And Ethan is just hung over as, as all get out. So he just is like, yeah, whatever. I'm going to go puke if you keep talking. So I'm just going to go to the bathroom now. I, I feel for the guy. I, I oh, we've I, all been this. We've all been there. Like, yeah. I just need to not talk or think. I just need to sit with myself and do nothing so I don't puke. Because he knew <laughs> yeah. whatever she was ranting about that was not going to end anytime soon. So he's like, no. okay, I'm just going to go to the bathroom here. Like, I'll be back in a second. Yeah, and that was the last thing. It was pitch perfect where, like, he'll get up, take a few steps, she'll keep going, he'll stop, <laughs> take a few more steps, yeah. Yeah. keep going. Um, so and then, so then eventually he just goes to the bathroom. Um, and then that's when she finds the, the condom wrapper in the in the couch. And we know not that even if we didn't know what happened with with Ethan, we know we saw that's where Cameron and Chia were, were having sex the night before. So we knew it's Cameron's mm-hmm. from the night before. And Harper is obviously perturbed. It's in their room. She doesn't necessarily have a reason to believe that Cameron would have been having sex in their room. And probably after Daphne's talk the night before, Cam Ethan cheating is maybe a little more on her mind. And then this is obviously something that would lead someone to believe that your husband was cheating. Um, but she didn't say anything. Do you think she should have confronted him? Like, this is a tough spot for her. Yes. If- yeah. 100%. I was losing my mind every time, the entire episode, actually, that Harper wasn't like, so what happened last night? Just fucking say it. Excuse the little profanity, but I was truly losing my mind. I was like, "What? Just say it. You have a condom wrapper. Just be like, uh, what's this? Like, you're, what would you guys do? I guess. The, the only thing that keeps me on, on the side of not confronting him is that you still have like three full days left of this trip. Not that you couldn't just leave. Don't care. But, but she's not gonna be able to enjoy herself now. That's that, that's like, what's going to be in her mind. Yeah. yeah, like that. That's what was kind of driving me nuts. It's like she's she's in her own head, fair, rightly so. Like she's going crazy. You can tell, and it's like just bring it up right away. And then, like at the very least, if if he is doing that, you know, and you can just peace out. It could also like be she either is gonna not say anything and have a bad time. Yeah, say something and it's and it's true and not have a bad time, or say something and it's not true and have a good time. So either way, she's gonna have a bad time. <laughs> Unless it's not true. Exactly. Well, what a lot of people will do, not in just in these situations where they're faced with potential bad news, is it's it's kind of like if you don't confirm it, you can still yeah. pretend that they're out. Yeah. That once yeah. it's once the cat's out of the bag. You're thinking about this too, like uh, like correctly. No, <laughs> <too> correctly. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm it's just, easy for me to say, like, just confront, confront him. But, like, she's obviously in shock, really. So, you know. It, I, I definitely get not doing it right away. Because, yeah. like you said, like, w- I feel like you'd want to plan out. You want to just, like, start screaming at him. You want to mm. ideally right. plan yeah, out yeah. what to say. Because I feel she's like Cameron, Cameron being there with Ethan, just the two of them, should sow enough doubt to maybe think it through before immediately kind of exploding on him but yeah i i do think later on at some point she should have said something she 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 wanted to but she was just 
Plus, it's a hard thing she, to do. She didn't know how it to is. go about it. I've got to say, it'd yeah. be not ever being in that situation. It would have to be a hard thing to do. And she goes about it the worst way. Oh, I'm just going to plant the condom wrapper around the kitchen, on the bathroom sink, and see what happens. Did she? When did she do that? Dirty, you saw that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, towards the end of the episode, she's like just looking at herself in the mirror, takes the condom wrapper out of her purse, and just puts it on the bathroom sink and walks out. Oh, I definitely missed that. And that's, that's, I think she's probably just doing it as a test. Yeah. Maybe. Cause obviously Ethan's going to see it at some point and like, how does he react to it? Does he just say like, Oh, this is how this got here or tries is, to hide is, it. Is he going to, cause he's been in the bathroom. Do you think he's going to think Harper cheated and then he's going to do what she did and just, just, just keep the record? Oh my God. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> He'd be my least favorite character easily. If he I think Dirk would lose that. his mind if he did that. <laughs> that, that, that would be incredible for like all the wrong reasons. All right. Do you want to finish with heart with the, these four some or, or start the drink next drink now? Uh, let's get the next drink going. All right. So first scores for cherry lime. Dirk. 6.8. It got a little too like, uh, like, like sugary or something towards the end for me. Okay. Neil. I'll go 7.1. See, this is the danger of having one you like a lot first. Cause that's, that sets the bar, but I've got to go high for this one. This one was super good. I'm going to go 8.2. This was, this was delicious. All right, Neil, what's our drink number two? All right, number two, we're just going to, we're going to pull the bandaid here. We're going to go with the pineapple cranberry. I like it. I, I don't like doing the perceived worst one last because I want to have like full. You want the full taste buds going. Full taste buds going. I think the middle two is kind of prime for your perceived best and perceived last. That's true. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Whoa. Ooh, someone's struggling over there. I don't want it everywhere. <laughs> not definitely bad. Not as, definitely not as good as the, as the uh, cherry lime. No, not, not bad, but. It's not, it's, I, I still say it's good, but it's. Yeah. Just kind of a standard seltzer, standard fruity seltzer. It's it's good, but I just don't think the cranberry is the correct uh, pairing with the pineapple here. I'm getting mostly pineapple out it's, of this one. It is mostly pineapple, yeah. but isn't like this one. We'll see how it how it ages over the yeah. next few minutes here. As we go I mean, on. this is a, Dirk's the same person that thought that uh, spiked apple one from the <laughs> holiday one was the best thing in the world. Yeah, until whoever said apple pie shot, and now you know, what, what was also the best? Was it the blue that. raspberry sour? It was oh, like that at yeah, first too. Smelled horrible. Yes, oh, that's what it yeah. was. Yeah, the smell. I forgot about that. Good, good callback, Neil. Yeah. All right, that's where are we at here? Um, I just want to talk about Ethan. So they're at, uh, they're at breakfast, and what what do you guys think about, just in general, the kind of standard episode progression they seem to have it's like people waking up then it's breakfast then it's their daytime stuff then dinner all, all the same place do you kind of like how it has that same methodical routine or do you wish they'd kind of mix up a little more i will say when i see them at breakfast i'm like man that looks like a good breakfast every morning <laughs> they got a nice little buffet of pastries got your fruit yeah. got your savories i was like they start their day right there yeah fair but with what you're saying Hamage, i get what you're asking 
Uh, I think it's it's like nice meeting places where you get everyone in the same spot then. Because like everyone's usually eating dinner there and like see if there's any interaction between everyone. Same with breakfast too. Yeah, it's a super easy way to get a bunch of characters in the same place. Mm-hmm. But is it starting to feel repetitive for you guys or are you just not really noticing it in that regard? Do you remember if they did that in the first season? I, I can't recall that. I don't think they did. Really? No, I, I don't remember that either. But I, I could Man, be wrong, but I don't remember them. At least not I to feel like extent. it was more the swimming pool where they, people were meeting, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know anymore, I guess. I guess I got to watch it again. <laughs> no, no. Anything to get you rewatch. Great, great season. Um, I, I, I wouldn't mind in the, in the back half if they mix up a little bit. And they, they, they maybe will with Tanya going to that that mansion party next week mm. um, but that might just be their daytime thing again too but i do kind of like how it can i wonder if they're kind of like lull you into a sense of like routine to just really flip things in the like maybe the finale sure. but I, I feel like from a, from a production standpoint it's got to be a really simple way like you said to just get characters together get some interaction or get people to see other characters where they maybe wouldn't when it's usually uh, but ethan Ethan is just struggling hardcore. I just want to mention this because I felt this when he says, I can't drink like that anymore. I'm out of practice. I feel that. <laughs> yeah, was that, that uh, was that you on Sunday? No. Yeah, I mean, it would have been Saturday, but I actually felt great on Saturday. Oh, yeah. That's felt, right. Yeah. Felt phenomenal. Um, but no, well, I'm let me ask it. you. Can I ask Neil a quick question off, off topic here? Yeah. That's what I going to say off the record. No, no, it's gonna be like, no. Oh. I want it on the record, actually. Uh-oh. The author record stuff comes in a couple hours. Neil, hypothetically speaking. What what how old am I right now? Wait, what's that again? What what year is it? You're Hypo- you're you're today. Let him ask old. the question first. Today right. years old. Okay. So hypothetically speaking, let's say you uh, have have a bunch of friends over to your apartment or condo or house or whatever, and you have a pretty great time. And it's like, well, I don't know, 2 a.m you're you're drunk and you're cleaning stuff up and you look around and you're like you know what i'm going to clean this stuff up tomorrow actually would you like get up at 8 a.m to clean it right away or would you kind of ease into the morning and then just clean it when you're kind of up and ready and going clearly this is uh something that happened is this, is this a direct shot question from, <laughs> from last weekend i think you know what the correct answer is yeah, I definitely know what the correct answer um, is. No, the next morning, I'm not setting my alarm. I'm going to wake up when I wake up, and then whenever it gets cleaned up, yes, it will gradually get cleaned up. Interesting. Yeah, I think I feel the same. I feel like... I don't know if you want to touch on that. Like that's that's ultimately exactly what happened. <laughs> Ambon was yelling at me, being like, I got to go to bed because I have to get up and clean this in the morning right away. And I'm like, dude, no, you don't. Just sleep in a little. And Hammond's like, no, I'm going to be upset if I don't clean this right away. And, and were you upset? It, he was like, I compromised. Uh, I'm going to go to bed now instead of cleaning it. So my compromise is I have to get up early to clean it tomorrow. <laughs> and I was like, you're being like, you're being very accountable and like uh, very uh, responsible right now, but you don't need to do it, Hammond. No, I, I ended up doing exactly what Neil described. <laughs> there were no alarms. I got up at like nine or 10, which was reasonable. And then just cleaned because yeah, it because it was everything was in the living room and the kitchen so like the places that i would just be so it would have just bugged mm-hmm. me if i was just like looking at a mess that could be cleaned up in about 20 minutes and not doing yeah. it 
Sure. But no. Glad you didn't set your alarm. I did not set an alarm just to clean up. Um, but no. And and like I told Dirk the next day, it was not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> you know, it's the end of the end of a night, long night of drinking. You see a bunch of like cups and whatever all over the place, and you think, oh man, this is an absolute mess. And you wake up clear, T- clear head takes, next morning. Takes five minutes. And it, yeah, it was just throwing stuff away pretty much and putting stuff in the dishwasher, what it amounted to for the most part. Man. What done the table? All good. All good. Um, let's see where we at here. So yeah, we just basically see Harper is just completely out of it, not paying attention to the conversation. She goes down to the 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 dock in the ocean, just kind of stand there, just reiterating how you know how she's just not really sure how to approach Ethan or if to approach approach Ethan. And Ethan finally asked Harper, you know, what's wrong? You've been acting weird all day. And she asked him again what happened. And he tells her, you know, they got super drunk. And did he tell her that they took drugs? I don't think I don't he did. Think so. I don't think so. No, but he does say that Cameron did ask him about investing their money. So, you know, Harper was right that he did want something out of her. Um, but clearly she was looking for him to say something to do with that little little used condom wrapper she found, which didn't get a resolution, at least not this week. Got to be more direct to those questions. <laughs> yeah. What happened? What happened on our couch? What happened that left that resulted in a empty condom wrapper inside of our couch? But just leaves more drama for the end of the season here. All right, let's go on to Bert, Dom, and LB, and a little bit of Porsche. Man, this LB Porsche was the tough scene this week. So this was another one of my guy. Another one of those scenes in the show where it's just so awkward. And I was just looking oh. over to my wife. So and I was like, can this just end? I can't can't watch this 10 oh second scene God. anymore. I'm referring it to when I assume you guys know <laughs> yeah. what I'm referring to. Definitely I do. do. Um, do you guys watch this will make sense? Do you guys watch the the Nathan? The new Nathan for you, whatever, or the Nathan project, whatever that new one was. Oh yeah, I watched like two of those episodes. So there, there's a clip. I haven't, I haven't seen the show, but there's a clip that um, the Workaholics guys do a podcast, and they've got an mm. amazing soundboard, and th- their new one is this, which is a perfect fit for for LB this week. Um, first, can you guys hear this? Uh, that's why I'm talking to you about it now. Adam, I'm not. A... Did you yep. hear that? Okay, so that's the next. Then it's the next line snitch you're a fucking disaster my guy <laughs> yeah that was that that horrible. was lb up until he finally started talking to lucia oh he absolutely LB. redeemed himself yeah uh just the absolute just a disaster um so hang on, really feel how hard he is he was my mvp last episode he took a nose dive way down you know how much were you cringing when the camera just turns and LB's talking to Portia and oh my god, dude's uh, just like make it stop, make it stop. <laughs> he was like, she's clearly like he knew it was coming, but I'm like, she, oh my god, she's clearly having a good time with. I forgot the guy's yeah, name. I don't even it's, know that guy's name, Christopher or something like that. The new guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jack. Jack, oh, Christopher. Never mind. I, no, I was like reading something and I saw uh, somebody say it was Christopher, and I'm like, wait, what? And I think I probably missed a joke. I was on Reddit reading this, so and maybe but I anyways, missed it completely. Dirk, I, I've clear- got a, another 
quick bit, quick clip here to reference um, LB's turnaround with Lucia. Go. You go and do something like this. And totally redeem <laughs> yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Exactly how I felt. <laughs> what a great movie, Dumb and Dumber. Um, like, oh, hey, uh, you know, I'm, just so you know, I got the chair down there waiting for you whenever you want to come. Oh, my God. Or... <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> oh, like, oh yeah. Um, I'm gonna hang out here for a little bit longer, but I'll come find you. And AKA, then on top of that, I'm not gonna find you. Yeah, yeah, totally. And he, he's like, okay, well, uh, you gonna come soon? <laughs> and, then, uh, and then, like, dude, and then, like, almost just as bad. Like, Lucio's like, oh my god, dude. Elvis like, uh, well, my friend's uh gonna come or whatever. Like, she's just up there, and Lucio like looks at her and and she, she's like, looks back at Elvis. You sure she's gonna come? <laughs> she's like looking around. He's like, yeah, she's like on her way right now. So you should like probably leave. I'm like, what? Help me, poor guy. Just when I thought he was getting some confidence, he just does something like this. Yeah, Lucia he- was incredible for uh, the way she handled that in the end, which I, which we'll get into. I know, but my goodness, LB, <laughs> he was shooting himself in the foot and his kneecap disaster. and his other foot. Like, Absolute disaster. Um, we'll we'll get we'll get there though. First, we have Dom going down to the front desk asking Valentina and Isabella for a jewelry store suggestion. Wants to buy a gift for his wife, and Valentina says she doesn't know a good place. This seemed really weird to me. With how yeah. like dedicated to her job she is, not that I mean she's not the concierge where their job is to point you to everywhere you want to go, but I feel like the manager of a resort like this, and once again, I've been reading too much into basically everything this season. This just struck me as really off for someone in her position to not know a jewelry store close by. Uh, I think. Yeah. Go ahead, Neil. I was going to say, I just think she's annoyed by Dom and everything that he's kind of brought in being like the two girls that she's been trying to kick out of the resort. He's like, no, they're with me. And then she clearly knows what they're doing there. And all of a sudden he's like, okay, now I need something for my wife. Like she's like probably in her mind. She's like, okay, bro, like get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Okay. I I never, I never thought about that way, but that that's actually a good point. That's actually a really good point. hundred percent agree with Neil. That's uh, and I think Mia was or not Mia. What's uh, 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 oh my goodness, the Valentina? No, no, no. Like the oh my god, the, the other, other employee. Yeah, Isabella. Isabella, thank you. She was just like nice in the end, and I think Valentina. You know, she's like okay. Well, she like, she didn't know the whole out. scenario either. Yeah, she's just doing yeah. her job. Valentina's like thanks because I think she was like man, screw this guy. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Um. So then, yeah. So she gives him Isabella gives him a, a store to check out. Um. LB tells Bert he's going to meet Portia at the beach club, wants to spend the day with her without his father and grandfather. And as we alluded to and we'll get to, that did not go so well until it went very well. Um, so Bert goes back to his room and walks in on Mia and Lucia changing because they still had the key to um, the room key to that to the room. So they went off to, to change and kind of shower, clean up for the day. Bert kind of walks in on them, thinks he's in the wrong room, which in a hotel with a key card that that you've been using, you're not in the wrong room, my guy. I think he was just in shock. He's like, "Yeah, oh, am I in the wrong room?" And then I yeah. see he like looks at his key, looks at his door. I, I suppose. It, like, I suppose yeah. you could think in the moment, like, did something get messed and up? Then I think he realized 
maybe he didn't realize fully what was happening, but he's like, oh, that was a nice little surprise. I just saw a topless girl. <laughs> it's been a while since I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, he pretty much said that like later in the, right. in the episode. Um, so yeah, I agree with Neil. I think he was like, hmm. Yeah, and didn't seem to mind too much. Yeah. Uh, so then they're at breakfast. Dom shows LB. Uh, I think it's a brooch that he got for his wife and some ear. He said he got some ears for Kara. And LB just calls him out. He says, like, you can't just buy people off on this. And and Dom says, I'm just trying to make a gesture. It's a gesture of goodwill. And and then this was this was such a low point for Dom. He's just an absolute scumbag. Where he's like, the only person his wife might listen to is LB. And LB said he's not gonna advocate for Dom. And then Dom, absolute asshole guilt attended guilt trip. I just want the family to, the family to, to stay together, he says. You can't ask your son to do that, you you yeah. asshole. Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty cringeworthy. I'd say. Yeah, Dom was Dom was close to my LVP this week for that scene alone. Yeah. Didn't quite didn't get there, right. but he was in consider strong consideration. All right, let's see here. And then we get to get to the dinner scene, and we have to jump a little back and forth with Lucia and and Albie. But Albie ends up having dinner with Lucia. Tells Dom and Bert. Um, says, I'm, I met someone at the beach. I was going to have dinner with her. And then they see, they see, or Dom eventually sees that he's with Lucia and Bert sees he's with Lucia and Mia recognizes them as the girls who were leaving Dom's room earlier, who he walked into earlier that day. And now his grandson is with, and then what does he say? Like father, like father, like son, which was just a great quote. We got a little family affair here. Yeah. I can't even imagine what Dom is thinking at this point. This is like worst case scenario from right, right now. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Dom's probably like, Because he's what? clearly, he was trying to hide this from his son. Yeah. And now his son is directly involved with it. And I think what's going to make it better in the coming episodes is you see the preview and where he's like introducing her, yeah. Lucia, to his dad. Incredible. As like his like girlfriend while he's in Italy. Do you think and there's just, any jealousy? From Dom that he had to pay for it and his son's just getting it for free. Oh, there's absolutely gonna be some jealousy. And I absolutely think he's gonna try to hop back on that. And I hope to God that LV uh wins this. If if that's all what's ha- what happens, I hope LV LV comes out a winner in the end. Because so far I'm just I just feel bad for that poor guy overall. Yeah, she might move back to LA with him. I don't know. Yeah, boom. S- second time she's mentioned she wants to go to LA. Yeah, yep. yep, yep. Never know. Um, then in Dom's last scene, we get him looking at porn and a second porn site is you porn this time. I'm, I, I would, I would think what was the first one porn hub. Hmm. I would think they would just use one. Like that's probably just the simplest. Like this, it, I'm sure this means nothing of all things I'm going to read into. I'm not going to read into the different porn sites they use on the show, but I just feel like they would use the, the, the same site. It just seems easier that way. They're just man. showing the man gets bored easily and needs to mix it up. I, uh, I, think that, I think they're just adding to his character, if anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, could be right. Just something I noticed doesn't need further discussion, but it was just kind of funny that they showed a second separate site is all. Um, where are we at in our drinks? I'm almost finished here. Same. Okay. I will keep drinking here. Um, on the... Along with that, so Dom Dom claimed 
earlier on that he was like a sex addict. Do you think going from hookers to porn is a step in the right direction as an addict? Or is it kind of a lateral move? I think or are we fully unqualified to have that discussion? I think um, well, I'm, I'm going to say I'm fully unqualified because yeah. I don't want to say anything that's wrong here. Yeah. And I'm not I have even no gonna, idea. Like, I'm just going to say that I think Dom, what I will say is that I think Dom uh, needs a lot more time to work on his addiction than like a week in wherever the hell in Sicily. I don't know? think and him it seems seeing like he, Lucia around still helps either. Yeah. And I think he, he comes across as someone that's like needs like the instant gratification and it's like, dude, you have a problem and need to work on that. And yeah. he, take he did close the laptop. Yeah. True. I guess. I suppose. Yeah. Progress, I guess. All right. Um, yeah, I finished one here. Dirk, while I'm finishing this, just to vamp a little bit, you said you had a gnome boys, Something or other you want to discuss? No boys. What was it? Oh, what did I call it? The gnome boy cycle. Gnome boy cycle. Yeah. Would you say it's fair to say that? Uh, how do I explain this, Neil? Just correct me if I'm wrong. I guess. Oh, I don't remember. Or you have you to explain to... it to me again right now. <laughs> it was like I said something because we did it yesterday, Hambone. Neil and I will get you super revved up about typically something dumb, and then. Uh, <laughs> Like, we'll just, like, be just, it's like the ice climbers and, like, Smash Bros. We'll just be tag-taming the shit out of Hambone. <laughs> and we're getting you revved up, and then you'll come in with, like, two words and be like, okay. Like, guess you guys are just being rude to Hambone today. <laughs> so, so let's say something like that. And then, like, you'll make Neil and myself feel bad, which is fair. And then we'll feel bad, and so then we'll be, we'll, like, uh, throw you some bones. We'll get you, we'll, we'll build you back up. Some hand bones, yeah. Some hand bones. And then once we... We feel better after building it back up after a little while. We'll just start the cycle all over again. <laughs> it it does more often than not. If there's ever a two-on-one team up, it is usually <laughs> you guys against me. 95% of the time, I think that's what it is. Just the way it goes. Which makes actually the... no, I would I would say 75. That usually Hambone yeah, and I Hambage and switch. I team up. Yeah, Hambage and you'll team up and I and I would say. Part of that 75 is uh, I would knock it down to 55 because because 20% is Hambone bringing it down to himself when he doesn't want to have fun playing in games. With <laughs> That's fair, too. Okay. <laughs> so we're about 50-50, actually, in the end here. Yeah, for all those listening, Dirk and I like to do some rankings. And Hambitch, half the time, it's just like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, More just than half the time. time. It's like, let's have some fun. Okay, but a, if, we're talking random specific, Tuesday. if we're talking specifically the fantasy football rankings, that's just become a bit. I can't give in at this point. <laughs> it's gone on. It's gone on too long. That we haven't done one of those in a while. Thanks. Well, for we haven't longer. had a birthday in a while, so. We well, you're, <laughs> yeah, you're not going to do it mid-season. It's all the it's all the preseason is is the fun on your guys' end. And the fun I on my end. We're is just doing to say a no. mid-season ranking tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. Mid-season. If we're talking fantasy football, the regular season's almost over. Okay, three, four season, whatever you want to call it, man. <laughs> We're in the middle of the season. Point, We're going to proven. Hamlet doesn't like having any fun. I like when things are stated up. correctly. So. But Neil, we got not that anybody cares. We got a big matchup this week, Neil. You and me. Yeah, we do. I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in need of a win here. I'm coming off two losses. I've, I've already, I've clinched playoffs in one league already. Absolute 
the league that matters. Yeah, I don't believe it. I got a couple of champions in this. Oh, hey, I win all these other leagues. I'm not the one with you guys. No, so this league I won last year. I'm so proving my point right here. This league also (laughs) does the same head to head win plus median points wins. I'm 20 and two in that league. Dude, I don't care about that. With with 11 and 0 in head to head. That's that's cool for your fake league. It's absolute (laughs) nonsense. I love it. Um, You're dominating, though, actually. I am. It's so, which means I'm for sure going to flame out in the in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, the way it goes. Boy league. But in our league, we're all fighting for our lives here. I don't. I don't know what the chances are of all three of us making the playoffs. Eh, now with can, an attitude like that, when you have it the way you have it set up, like things can swing quickly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so we'll see. So let's see. I'm. Dirk's 13 and 9. I'm 13 and 9. Neil's 11 and 11. But Dirk, Dirk and I both have, a, Dirk's got a 74 and I have 72% chance of making the playoffs. So I, I like I like those odds. Nice. Neil's at a 33. But one out of three is not that bad. Mm. It's like a multiple choice. Instead of A, B, and C, it's just A, B, C, or A, B, C, D, A, B, C. Ooh, it's an ABC. Like my ABC. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's ready for another seltzer? Almost this guy. All right, Neil. Score on the pineapple cranberry. Five point five. It just uh, the pineapple. I'm not a big. I love pineapple, the fruit, but every pineapple seltzer I've had just doesn't do it for me. All right, I'm going to go just an even five, just middle of the road, just not terrible, not great, drinkable, sure. but just just kind of exists. I'm going 7.1. I liked it a lot. And oh. I will admit, though, within the last like year or two, that pineapple and whatever busy one, I've started to like that, actually. I, I used to like- absolutely hate it, but like I've started to like it. And this what one kind of reminded it? me of it. It's pineapple not mango, something, right? Yeah, it's like pineapple. yellow and orange, but I don't yeah, know. I don't oh, think it's a mango though, is it? No, that doesn't sound right. Um, I don't know. If only there's a way we could look it up. <laughs> no, there's no chance. There's no possibility of that. Pineapple mango, nailed it, Neil. Nice. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> could have guessed that. That I was right. Hmm. All right, so next up, we're gonna go with the peach and tangerine. See what this guy does for us here. Cheers. Cheers. Another another good team team crack there. These are very strong smelling too, I feel. Yeah. I just got that feeling as well. Do you guys smell it or is that just a smell you get when you when you drink it? I'm not sure. Like are you actively smelling it? Uh, when I cracked it, I I could smell it right away. Yeah, the first two I didn't, but this so one it's I not like an reason. active like. Oh like, no! Yeah, I would say the it's cherry just... lime one I did not, but the pineapple in this one I cracked it and also I could smell it, and I was not actively trying to smell it. Okay, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, there you you came back with some with some snacks there. What do you got for us? I got some Starburst, um, duo flavored gummies. I have some Warhead. Sour, sweet, and fruity cubes, and a Kit Kat. Nice little collection there. That's, Wait, uh... boar, boar, boarhead gummies? Oh, yeah. 
God, do you guys remember Warheads when we were like 10 years yeah. old? Oh, dude, I haven't had one probably just, since. They're like gold. They were, <laughs> they just like ate the shit out of your mouth, just made the top, the rope of your mouth just raw. Worth it. Was it though? Oh, hell yeah, it was worth it. Are you kidding me? Did you not enjoy them? I enjoyed them. I just didn't know if the, if the raw mouth was worth it though. It that wasn't was, all of them. Nailed. That wasn't all of them. I love the Warheads. Oh, I love them. Oh, but yeah. there were, there were some, I'm trying to think of what the flavors were that, because well, wasn't there one that was like really, really sour, like more than the rest? Probably the lemon. Yeah, there was. I was think it, it was. I don't think it was no, blue raspberry, maybe. That's my guess. But it's probably lemon. I feel like those suckers that were always like with the bubble gum or the Tootsie Roll inside did the same thing to the top of your mouth, though, too. Oh, the sucker. I had a couple of those and then I had to stop because it mm-hmm. was just, again, the mouth was just wrecked after that. Yep. Absolutely. Well, because like you chew into it. So you have all this broken hard candy and then you're still trying to suck on it. And then, yeah, it's just wrecking the top of your mouth. Yeah. Dirk, what are the, what are the flavors of the Starburst you have there? Double berry, orange, green apple, and, uh, Something with lemonade in it, but I ripped it. Orange, <laughs> orange, or, green apple, cherry lemonade. Yeah, orange, green oh. apple. What a weird flavor. Only three. I feel like I usually have like hey, usually have four in those four or five in those flavor packs. Well, they're duos, man. So it's six. You know what I meant. They're duos, <laughs> so they're six. He showed you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Let's get it. There's two flavors in one. Like, yeah, do you not understand? Did you not understand that? I understand what it was going for, but it just was wrong. I've I've been I've been killing the um berry Skittles uh gummies lately. The wild berry. They're so good. You know, you know what I had that is actually not was actually really actively bad was was Starburst Air candy. Have you have you seen those? No. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I never heard of that. I had never seen it, but I, I love Starburst. Um, and so, I, so I had to get it, but it's just like this kind of like poofy, I don't even know how to describe it. It was really weird. They were not good. I, it's, it's the first time I've thrown away candy in a long, long time. Would you say it was like <clears throat> diet starburst? I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> like you have a Coke and, and a diet Coke. It's clearly not as good as regular Coke. Just there's not there's the flavors yeah. not there. It's like a Gatorade in the G2. <laughs> it's like uh what else? Maybe <laughs> with another one. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh okay. No, I I, I see what you're trying to say, but <laughs> man, um, man. That was great. I, I guess that's not the worst comparison. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they were just just bad. I, like, I tried. I tried a like couple. Yeah, what is it? What are we even talking about? I would love to share this experience yeah. with you, or at least listen about it. Here, I'll I'll send in a, I'll send the, in the chat a link to, like an item page. Oh, it's a long ass link to, to look at, <laughs> just to look at what it is. Dude, I, I mean, these are essentially what I mean. Starburst Air. Starburst Air gummies. Yeah, but like the texture is different. The flavor isn't quite all there. It's just. It's just all around bad. I I they're not they're only a couple bucks, so I'd I'd be curious to have you guys 
try it just to see what you think if I'm on an island here. Um, but I thought they were really bad. Only you saved those ones that you threw away. We could have tried them. What am I going to do? Just mail them to you? Eh, yeah. Mail a couple uh, Starburst air and, and cold ice. Just like four individual pieces of candy. Well, what are we putting them on ice for? I don't know. Keep them fresh. Isn't that the whole point of it's going to mail just <laughs> open candy in the in Isn't envelope. that the point of candy? It never goes bad. I don't think so. <laughs> Is that a thing? The candy does not go bad? I don't know. It's just pure sugar. I think candy goes bad. Not I like mean, there's expiration dates on these things, aren't Yeah, there? but what? Like yeah, 1023. So a year from now. Yeah, a year from now. Yeah, but. I mean, Kenny, if, if for sure, if I have it in front of me, this is March 2024. <laughs> yeah, 2024, 20, two years from now. Okay, but is that is that if you leave it unopened, you're safe until then? Once you open it, can you just let it chill for two years? No. Why are we opening the Starburst? Yeah, why would you open it? You're the one here? saying, the one that I opened, can I send you the one that I threw away? Yeah, but each so Starburst we're, is we're, individually we're, wrapped. No, not in this. It's a gummy. It's a gummy pack. Oh, okay. That's where the communication was lost, probably on my end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Thank you for admitting that. You're a big man for admitting when you're wrong. <laughs> you know who probably wouldn't do that? Cameron. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. It's a, it's a good enough segue to get us back into the episode, which is why we're here. Half of why we're here. All right, so we're on to the Tanya and Portia segment of the episode. And should be noted, Greg is not in this episode at all. He's he's referenced by Tanya, Thank God. but he <laughs> but he's not making an appearance. Uh, Portia is having breakfast with Tanya, sees Elby, goes to talk to him, and the awkwardness begins. Just brutal. Saying you know, she says she should have hung out with him the night before. Nails on a chalkboard. Listen, they should know, hang out. Talk that day if Portia can get out of quote-unquote babysitting Tanya and she's clearly just saying things to be nice and LB does not realize it it's like yeah 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 we'll, we'll hang out in a very awkward way but then Portia actually asked Tanya if she can go the day without her so she can hang out with LB which I feel like Portia at this point is just being nice to, I think she likes him like like she enjoys his company, but I don't think she wants to like be with him. So in, in the first episode, she was talking to whoever that friend was on the phone. She wanted to hook up with some Italian dude and have like a vacation fling. I don't think she views LB in that way, but she, she's a good person. So she wants, she doesn't want to be like, just mean to him. Just like, let, just leave him. Is that, is that how you guys that the impression you guys are getting on her right now yeah i feel like she's feeling kind of obligated to i guess hang out with them at the same time what you're saying to that vacation fling where alby is almost too close to home granted la and san francisco are pretty far apart you can make that drive in a day like it's not that hard it's it's not it's not san fran and italy though it's correct or even like la and or san fran and new york or something yeah, I feel like if you're if you're looking for a vacation fling and you're out of the country, ideally you find someone from that country or from like another country 
who's sure. also on vacation. Right. It'd be kind of a bummer. It'd be like, oh, we could actually, I mean, if, if it's a real connection, sure, go for it. One of my best friends got married. They He met a, a girl. They were both flying out of D.C. He was going back home to St. Paul. She was going back home to Denver. They met at the airport. They ended up being by each other on the flight. And then they just kept talking, kept visiting. They ended up getting married. It's like, that's how they met. It's like, that's, that, that can work. Just random yeah. occurrences like that. But if you're looking for like a fling, that's specifically what you want. You don't want some other person from the place you just left. Right. But such is life uh, for Portia here. Um, and, and Tanya basically just says no. Like, no, I, I, need, I need you by my side. Um, so th- they're, they're walking back up from breakfast, and they pass two, two new characters, Quentin and Mateo, who they're the, the same, same guys who were kind of eyeing her the night before. And the night before, you weren't sure if they were into her or just were captiva- captivated by her for whatever reason. And here, it's, they end up being a group of, they're with a group of, of, of gay guys. So they're just kind of into her style and je ne sais quoi, I guess. The, just kind of that, that feeling, the atmosphere of her, the vibe. Um, so they invite her to breakfast, but since they already ate, they invite her, her and Portia to the beach club. And so they end up going down to there, meet them later. And this, I, I rewound this scene about three times when, you know what I'm talking about? When Tanya and Portia, they, they, they walk to the beach club and the attendant, the greeter just said like, welcome to the beach club in a really weird voice. And Tanya just goes, that's the weirdest voice I've ever heard. Just- I missed that. Really? I'm I'm gonna need to go back and watch <laughs> it, but no, I missed that. It, it, I mean, the 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 exact exchange is about two seconds, probably. It's him saying "welcome" and her saying to Portia, "That's the weirdest voice I've ever heard." I mean, it's, knowing her character, I can absolutely yeah. see her saying that. And like, it, it was a weird voice, you know, to her credit, it was, sure. it was a weird voice, but but you don't say that to someone. <laughs> I mean, she didn't say it to him, but she definitely said it within earshot. She didn't like yeah. whisper it. I mean, she whispered for her, but it sure. was still. A pretty normal normal volume incredible incredible moment um so they introduce they um quentin and mateo introduce all their friends to portia and tanya they're just hanging out having a good time and then quentin's nephew is there jack and this is the guy who was in McKay, the pool christoph <laughs> <laughs> yep christoph with some other exact name or or just jack <laughs> the most normal name ever and this is the guy who was swimming in the pool the night before. You guys weren't sure we were going to see again, if you recall. I mean, they definitely, yeah. they, he was too much a part of that scene to him not be in the future. I just, we had no idea what. But it, yeah. it all kind of makes sense now where she's kissing Albie, but looking at this guy in the pool at the same time. Mm-hmm. So clearly it's showing her interest in him, even though she hasn't met him yet. Yep. And, and Jack. Jack notices and remembers her from, from the pool. And um, LBC eventually sees Portia talking to Jack. Definitely looks jealous. And this is when you knew, oh, this is going to be a, a rough episode for, <laughs> for our guy, Albie. And it was for most of it. Um, and, and Portia, she's talking to Jack, um, from, who's from England. And she's telling him she's found her trip to be soul crushing. And 
Jack says she should stick with him and he'll show her how to have a good time. And I love, I love the energy Jack was bringing to this, to the, to the show. I think he could end up being like a bad character, like a bad guy. Definitely. But for, through his disappearance, I'm all in on Jack fully prepared to go all out in episode or two. I did not like him that much. Really? To be very honest. Yeah, yeah I'm in Dirk's boat here. Douche. It might be some uh, foreshadowing for later in, yeah. our, uh, in some of our things here. I did not but, uh, like him. I'm in Dirk's boat. He's he, just, I felt like a tryhard and like just kind just of- Just a big like douche. A, yeah, exactly. See, see, I can I can see that. So I, I won't be surprised in the least if that's how he ends up. I just thought for this episode, he was kind of a shot of energy that the season had had, had, had been missing, I thought. Yeah, definitely a shot of energy, but- I don't no. think he's gonna. I don't think he's a good person in the. Or he's gonna yeah. be like a good person in the end. Yeah, I, I actually, I would not be surprised. But like I said, like, like him for now. But we'll see where he goes from here. Um. Then we get another another story. Um. So so Quentin, who by the way, that like vertically lined whatever suit. Incredible, incredible wardrobe. Just all in on that. By the way, you know what I'm talking about. I think so, but describe it, please. Um, Don't miss any details. Come on. Yep. <laughs> chop, chop. <laughs> What'd you say to me? Say chop, chop. Because <laughs> Neil's like, come on. <laughs> no, I'm just going to find a picture of it. Oh, wait. And, and that was actually hilarious uh, when um, <laughs> he's like, I think it was him, right? Yeah. That oh, like, I'm, uh, I'm getting there. I'm, oh, I'm yeah, getting yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know I exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> But because that moment was, yeah, I'm okay now. Now I'm almost certain it's, it's the same thing because that moment was one of the funnier moments of the season, not just the episode. Yeah, that was hilarious. That was Neil. Do you know what, what we're talking about? Uh, I'm trying to recall here. I, I don't at the moment. Again, it was a, just a very brief, brief exchange. Um, but here we go. Just gonna get. Where's my guy? All right, I'll find the picture later. Um, so she, he's Quentin is talking to, to Port to uh, Tanya. Tanya is pointing out to some, like random just house, saying like, "Oh, what, what is that?" And it's called Isola Bella. It's a house on an island. Mm-hmm. So an- another story. So in, in the in the premiere, we got the story of um, the woman who chopped the dude's head off or whatever it was. We get another story here. There's a house on an island owned by a wealthy Swedish family. The old matriarch was the last one living there. Powerful local investors, if you know what I mean, is what he says. So I took it to mean mafia. Just being in Italy, that's kind of the, the easiest jump to make there. Um, who wanted the house on the island. She wouldn't budge. Then one day, her body was found at the bottom of the rocks. And then he says, so now the house is open to the public. So maybe it was worth it. Love this dude. I I love Quentin. And I do think that island is going to play a factor later on too, because they kind of give a they kind of pan to the island later in the episode too. Yes, I I would agree. And one one thing, there have been a lot of like transitions transition shots of like waves crashing on rocks throughout the whole season. Mm-hmm. And now there's a specific story of a house that kind of references that exactly that's it's it's gotta come into play somehow wouldn't you wouldn't you think or they're just like 
trying to reel us in and then it's completely something different because if any if anyone's gonna do that like the show's gonna do something like that yeah but yeah, it's, you look it's, like you disagree there no i'm just saying <laughs> at some point something's got to lead somewhere right sure yeah. like there have been a bunch of potential red herrings just sent you, just sent you a picture of the dude in the suit um but at at some point one of these hints or clues has to mean something and and this is one that i feel like is going to come into play at, at at some point down down the road um and and so so quentin tells tanya they should go visit um she's just, just you and your assistant you know but you guys can both come and she says well i came with my husband but but he left um and then is it is this what you're thinking of Dirk? this part 100 percent. yeah and and he and he goes well you know tell me everything tell me you know what happened oh, yes. and, she oh, goes, yeah. and she goes well it's a long story <laughs> he says we've got all day tell tell me everything from the beginning <laughs> and tanya goes well I was born in San Francisco. <laughs> he goes, oh, yeah. we're starting from the very beginning. Yeah, that part <laughs> killed me when he said that. that. That's another one. I rewound it, watched a couple of times. It's, that was so great. The delivery. His facial reaction to it. <laughs> that's what made it. To the, the no hesitation on her end to just start from her literal beginning. And then him be like, oh, oh, the very beginning. And then just going with it. <laughs> Perfect. So good. I'm really glad that it stopped there. They wouldn't get any more of the story. That just played for the joke. Yeah. Perfect for Tanya's personality and who she is. Just incredible. Um, and then so it cuts to Portia talking to Jack. And Portia's like a different person at this point. She's a whole different vibe. She's laughing. She's enjoying herself. It's, it's not forced like it felt like with Elby. Um so there's definitely definitely more of a connection. Whew. And then, then our guy Albie. This is where it gets rough. He comes up and talks talks to Portia. I don't even want to go over this because it was just, it was just so hard to watch. Yeah, we, we we touched on it earlier. It was just it's just the nice guy. Like, I saved the chair for you. It's like that's oh. what happened here. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was no no bueno. It was unbelievable. So then he goes down. We'll, we'll we'll catch back up with LB in a little bit. Um, and and Jack is just clearly winning Porsche over. Um, he's not the nice guy that LB is. That he's kind of more the guy that it seems like Porsche wanted to to meet in Italy, which which makes sense. Um, like we said, if you want to have a, just a, a vacation fling, Jack's the guy. LB's the guy that you date when you go back home. Jack's the guy you have oh, a fun, no, I, a fun I fully, days with. I fully agree with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. How do you think – what do you think of how Portia handled the whole situation, though, with Albie? Like, oh. do you think she owed it to him after just a couple of days to be more direct? Or is it like, I met you two days ago. We're, we have no previous connection. I met this new guy. Deal with it. Or do you think she should have been more direct with him on it? Oh, that's tough. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, she just met him two days ago. In reality, no, she doesn't owe him anything. 
it's not like they just met though. She's been like hanging out with his dad and his grandpa. They went out on little like mini trips together around that. Yeah, she knows she, that he likes her too. Yeah. Even Jack was like, I think he likes you. <laughs> yeah. She's like, Oh, really? I like, think I you, think you know. <laughs> I think that's the that's the key is that it's very obvious how LB felt about her. Right. That mm-hmm. the the decent thing to do would be to just say, I just want to have we said it before, a fling. Right. Yeah, and, just be straight with them instead yeah. of being like, Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll come find you later. But it's it's, it's also happen. one of those things, yeah, like that's the thing that kind of push it over. It's like don't don't lead him on like that. Mm-hmm. just say oh i've got to be with tanya today or whatever you want to do even if you don't fully say i want to hang out with jack more than you because that might seem a little little harsh but you don't need to give him false promises same right. time so i think that was the more thing but yeah she doesn't really owe it to him but either way it, it'll be it'll be inter- interesting to see where this progresses especially where lb ends up at the end of the episode if he's even going to care anymore which is seems like you probably won't um but if there's, if there's any lingering rivalry um if there's jealousy from, from either side there um eventually so they're at dinner and quentin invites her and portia to a party at the villa they're renting the next day tanya accepts that's going to be a fun fun moment i think that's going to be good um well let's Let's go into Lucia and Mia, because then we'll double back to where the Lucia and Albie and Portia and Jack come into play. Um, so Lucia and Mia, um, so we talked about them going to the room to change, but Lucia starts to second, kind of second guess her life, basically, and what she's doing, and says she can't, can't keep living like this. She feels like shit. She feels like she's been a bad influence on Mia, that she's dra- just dragging her down with her, so she won't be alone but mia is a lot more forgiving forgiving of it and she's and she says to lucia having sex knowing exactly what you're going to get out of it not so bad and lucia is a little worried at what's happening to mia what do you guys think about this strip says i create a monster yes yeah but that was after i guess mia said she's going the pianist i mean we can get into that later too yeah because mia mia then talks about um, the offer, if you will, from Giuseppe to to sleep with her, that he can help her her potential singing career. Mm-hmm. And she says it's it's not great, but if it's gonna help my career, why not do it? And then she goes off and to find him, and Lucia says, "Yeah, I created a monster." Um, and they go down to talk to to they go down to the beach club, sit down next to Albie. That's when he mentioned earlier that he tries he basically like shoes them away. Like, no, you two super hot Italian girls go away i'm waiting for this girl who clearly does not want to spend time with me just so many unforced right. errors rough rough showing for my guy so i mean i feel like just lucia and me are going opposite directions where you know yeah. beginning of the season Mia's like no i don't want to do that and now lucia is now feeling that way while Mia's like oh if i do this i can see how it can benefit my life going forward yep yeah and because because me even says Maybe I should just fuck the piano player. And that's when right. then Lucia says, I've created a monster. And then, but she lets her go off. And that's when she goes to um, LB and, or back to LB and says, your friend didn't come. And I'll be just like, yeah, yeah, I know. 
And then uh, they start they start chatting. You go for a swim. Um, and then lots of errors are committed by Mia in this in this next stretch. Um, she goes to Giuseppe, and she says she'll sleep with him if he swears he'll help her. Um, and she says, "Oh, now?" And he says, "She says yes now." So they go to, of course, a church because why not? Because yeah, there's nowhere else to go, you know. There's, they're not. It's not like they're in Italy at a resort on a beach. And so there just happens to be a church. Their on only that place too. is a small little. Well, in in Italy, that's not surprising. I suppose. So they, they go down. They go down there. Um, and Mia is clearly not thrilled with the choice, but she's also not super thrilled about the situation. So she just goes with it. Um, maybe the least erotic and romantic sex scene ever on, on TV. Oh, it was rough. I think, I mean, that was clearly the point, but it was just yeah. a, a rough watch. Um, and Giuseppe can't, we'll say, perform. So, so Mia says she can go get Viagra from Lucia. Um, great line. As she's running away, she, she goes, just, just watch the porn on your phone. Just great, <laughs> <laughs> great leaving line. Um, so she goes back to the beach. Lucia is not there, but she her bag is. So she finds <clears throat> the bag. Doesn't know which pill it is. Grabs the wrong one. Which, if you know the ads, little blue pill. She grabs like a yellow pill, I think. Yeah, you, the there, was, this, there the was. She had like three different ones. I there think. were a lot, a lot of tins of pills there. Yes. Um, maybe one's breath mints. I don't know, but this <laughs> next part, the right one. This next part was so frustrating to watch. Oh my god! So Lucia or Mia finds Lucia and Elby. They're in the water, and yeah, there's waves going around. There's wind. Mia yells to her that she needs Viagra. Just know which pill it is. Lucia yells back. She can't hear. One of you walk to the other, like to figure it out. The scene was completely oh, so unnecessary. Like. This is not realistic to what's going to happen. Like, what someone's going to walk to the other person. Just yes. don't shoot the scene. There's like yes. no waves in the background, and yeah. they're like 20 feet away from each yes. other. It's, like, it's not, it's not like and Lucia Luch- right by the shore. It's not like Lucia. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they're, not, they're not on a boat. They're like not like 50 the yards away. Out in yeah. the water, swimming or on like a raft or whatever. They're, they're up to their in, ankles, <laughs> the water. They're in like yeah. ankle deep water. And Lucia or oh, Mia is on the beach. She can take her boots off. She needs to walk yeah, down. And what the, is she wearing Uggs for? Like, what's going on here? You're, you're, you're apart. And just say, I need Viagra. Which pill is it? Or Lucia can say, oh, she needs something. Let me walk to her and figure it out. I, I forgive Lucia more because she doesn't really know what's happening for sure. But Mia, holy crap. Just <laughs> walk down and take the extra three minutes or two minutes it'll take to do it. Make sure you get the right pill so that what ends up happening doesn't happen. Just just a rough a rough watch all around. And so what do you know what ends up happening? Yep, so she takes she 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 runs back to the church, um gives him um a yellow pill. And two of them, two of them. Oh, was it two? I'm I'm pretty sure she said take two of them. I mean even if that was actual Viagra, that seems that seems excessive. I don't know. I don't. I don't really. I don't know from experience. I don't know. I'm just pretty sure. I, I I thought she said take two. I think she did two. Yeah. That's just just another mistake committed by by Mia. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. Um. And Giuseppe just starts to feel strange. Clearly can't keep it up, if you will. Um. 
And then he goes back to the restaurant to sing. And I, I love the running joke about Bert just shitting on Giuseppe and, and yeah. his skills. Yeah. Yep. I've always thought he was decent. He was fine. Not like amazing, yeah. but he's a hotel piano player. I think he's fine for that. Right. And and this time he's just off key. He's awful. And personally, yeah, he's, he's worse than usual. Um, and eventually he just collapses and he asked me to call a priest, presumably to administer the, la- the last rites is what I'm assuming. And he's like, no, 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 dude, fuck you. <laughs> no, no, we don't need a no priest, priest for this. Yeah. No priest. Um, so then Mia tells Lucia what happened with the pills and Giuseppe and Lucia is rightfully stressed out. Like you're an idiot. Um, so that, that's, that's not good. We don't know what happened with Giuseppe ultimately if he, if he, if he died or not. Um, but do you think we'll see him again? I think they'll at least touch on what happened, whether it's this episode or next episode. Um, I think we will like find out ultimately what happened. Maybe we won't see him again though, but we'll find out if he's okay or not. Do you think if he yeah. lives, he'll come back to the, to the show? Yes. Yes. Yep. Agreed. What's your official prediction then? Is he alive or dead? I'm going to go, he's alive and he'll come back. I, I think he's going to be dead. You, you think so? I'm just mostly saying that to be different, but yeah, I think it's, I think it's 50, 50 chance. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if he ends up dying from that. Um, but I, I think, do we did did Lucia confirm what he took? I thought mm-hmm. she said Molly, but I wasn't. I don't know if it was confirmed, I don't, but that's what I don't I was think so. I was assuming he took some Molly man. pills. Yeah, because that's the only drug that's been named that she had. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, it did look at like a nice little grab bag of of things there. Um, Just a little buffet. <laughs> just a little, little little all you can eat little little ocb um a little ocb a little <laughs> old country buffet <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious it's a much oh, bigger man. and better reaction than i was expecting <laughs> that's I my mvp of the episode <laughs> <laughs> i don't think that's eligible but i appreciate the love on that, that one. great once Neil started laughing, I'm like, hey, what's he laughing at? And then, oh, that was great. Are those still around? Uh, or did every buffet just die with COVID? Cracker Barrel? Actually, that's not a buffet. Cracker Barrel's it? not a buffet. You know, I don't know. OCB is the only one I would ever go. There was one um local let's, let's, one uh, it was it was a it one-off called called the cleveland walk well there's definitely like golden corral that was still around too when, when you think about it though even before covid the idea of a public buffet is just disgusting hmm. yeah it's uh not the most sanitary pizza up buffet <clears throat> dude right, the, there was the one, one... Did you ever go to the one in eau claire, in eau claire? the what Pizza shuttle? I don't know if I did. The, the pizza buffet? Or pizza... What was it called? Pizza, pizza buffet. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where was this place? Oh, man. I only ever went once. Um, also, I'll, side note. The, I'll tell you, the I'll tell you with who after. That's closest to me. It says permanently closed. Hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not surprised. I feel like they probably went completely out. There was one that was 
like a mile from my parents' house growing up. Went there a couple times. And as a as a kid, it's like the coolest thing ever. It's like, oh, I can just go up and get whatever I want, whenever I want for sure. how, as long as I want. And then when you think about when you realize <laughs> how just disgusting and awful most <laughs> most humans are, it's like, no, I want nothing to do with that. Yeah, there's some nothing. gross ones out there. Yeah. Um ah, shit, where were we? Um, okay, so so Elby, um, at this point, LB had been talking to, to Lucia and hang out, hanging out at the beach and goes to have a drink with her and Mia at the bar. Um, oh, and this is when Bert points her out and says, like, father, like father, like son. Great, great quote. Great quote. Um, what do you do if you're dumb in that situation? Like, so so tough. I don't think he knows what he's going to do yet. Yeah. He knows he needs to do something, but he just doesn't know what yet. Yeah. yeah I think correct. at this point, his best move is to pay off Lucia and just let have her move on. But uh, clearly I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. We'll, we'll see, but yeah, it's going to be awkward and lots of fun. Hopefully Um, trying to figure out where I lost option. Okay. So after dinner with the, the Quentin and Mateo and, and their group, uh, Portia and, and Jack stay for drinks. Um, great quote by jack here it's still early let's get fucked just just the vibe you need on an italian vacation wait wait wait. when was this quote um so after dinner i hated that man really there's a couple other yeah. quotes i hate still here too i just want to see if it's the same scene i don't like i would say that let me rephrase it i would say that like if he was out with some friends great quote but that was not the vibe I don't feel for that situation with uh, Portia, and she let him know. But she she was vibing off of him though, so he just went with what what was working. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. That's good um, point, I guess too. Yeah, but Neil, you had other quotes that you hated from him. Oh, the uh, they sit down at dinner. He's like, "I changed my underwear for you." Yeah. My... Oh yeah. <laughs> and then. The quote I liked though is when she, she was like, "Why did you shit your pants?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was and then he's just like, "No, I put my sexy under underwear on for you." It's like, "All right, dude, go fuck yourself." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it it was yeah, things, I agree. it was things like that that made me think like, yeah, he's he's fun for now, but if he turns out to be just an absolute like ass, I'm not gonna be surprised in the least. But I, I did I did truly enjoy what he brought to this episode. No, no, I, I, I'm but, not going to argue against that. I did yeah. like the new character, you know, brought something new. Yeah, and well, you kind you kind of want that. You want someone to cheer against or someone you hate to. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that, that's that's fair. Definitely that's fair. a shot of energy, like you said. I think that's a great yeah. way to put it. All right. Um. So then we get, um, LB and Lucia and. A little bit of Mia and Portia and Elby at the bar, seeing each other, and um, Jack. You guys are pointing to a new drink. Is that what that? We were trying to figure out where you were on the screen to the other person. <laughs> <laughs> but is that what you're indicating? New drink. Uh, yep. yeah. Or last drink, I should say. All right. Yeah. Peach, tangerine. Gotta score this bad boy first. 
I liked it quite a bit. I'm going to go 7.6. No, 7.4. 7.4. Can I rescore anything? At the end. Come on. You're a veteran. <laughs> you know how this works. Okay. That's fair. All right, Dirk. Peach plus tangerine. I didn't like this one as much. Um, at least the first half. And then the second half, I liked it a little bit more. Uh, I'm going to go 6.7. And okay. seven, 7.3 for me. 7.3. That just leaves the last drink here of blackberry and lemon. Cheers, my friends. We were off there. My mic got a little flashback there. Yep. <laughs> 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 little OCB. <laughs> yeah, I can get behind that for sure. Oh, Hamblin's killing me. <laughs> that was great. That, that's a great first sip. First couple of sips. All right. Text, but... Textbook couple first sips. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We, we just got a little bit. Let's let's finish the episode, then we'll get into the, the drinks and some more nonsense, maybe. Um so they basically get into a, a jealous competition. Um, Jack sees Portia looking at Elby. I'll be looking at Portia. He realizes she wants to make him jealous or thinks she wants to make him jealous. Um, so they start making out. And then Lucia sees Elby looking at Portia and says, don't let them win. So they start making out. Portia leaves and takes Jack to her room um, where they get down to it. Elby and Lucia go to his room where she gives him... <clears throat> Uh, basically what appears to be the best head he's ever gotten in his life. So good for him. Good on him. Does appear that way. Appears to be free of charge as well. So good good on it, you, my man. Yeah. For now, you know, that might be uh, one of those unexpected charges come up later. <laughs> How devastating would that be? You have no idea. You go, well, you, you get that and all of a sudden, Al, oh, as far here's, as Al, your, here's your bill. I feel like that wouldn't happen because like, as far as Albie knows, it's just a girl that likes him. Yeah, and like she, I feel like she's got to be upfront about about that. Yeah, and she seemed to like kind of read into the Porsche dynamic, and so I like well, to think she seemed to like. And a I, good think she, I think she, I think she kind of likes Albie. Yeah, I like the thing when that she too. when she finishes and she goes to the bathroom, she kind of gives him that little like look back. Yeah, and then like yeah. when she kissed him at the bar too, she like saw what was going on, and she's yeah. like, yeah, she's and then she's already like man. started this episode being like, I don't want. To live yeah. this life, I want to, you know, yeah, to yeah. steer in a different direction. Yep. And then with as Neil, you referenced earlier that the next time on or coming up on, she's hanging out with Albie, and I feel like she, if she was upfront about like it will, it will cost you to hang out with me, he'd probably say no or be very uncomfortable with it. Oh, absolutely. All right. So we'll get mm. to the staff because once again, staff gets the short shrift. Um, Valentina once again sees Rocco, Rocco. And, Rocco and Isabella talking and just asks Isabella does Rocco make you feel uncomfortable like give Rocco a break what is going on with our guy Rocco also where did that come from I, I don't know there's this, this, this is this is probably the part of the show that's working the least for me yeah. is the staff because I, I think Valentina and Isabella and Rocco have all had moments 
where they are shown to be very interesting characters, mm-hmm. but they get like yeah. nothing to do. Right. And they're clearly leading on that Valentina likes um, Isabella. And oh, you think? I think so. Yeah. And um, I did not get that vibe, but now I probably oh, she does, she does give her a gift. I was getting that vibe for sure. So maybe it wasn't clearly, but in my mind, they were leading that on. So I'm thinking like maybe they'll keep going with that. But if they don't, then I'm going to be annoyed because like you said, Ambon, we're barely getting anything from them. Like it's it's to the point where it's almost like frustrating because it's not so little. We can just, we, we can just look yeah. past it. It's just enough. Where you want more. Whereas like what is going on with yeah. these characters that we get a little bit of fatigue every week and then nothing more. It's if they don't do more in the next episode or two, and then they have a huge moment in the finale, it's gonna feel so out of place. So I'm I'm hoping in the next in episode five and six they get something significant to do. Even if it's just Valentina, I need I need something out of the staff here. I mean, you almost thought you were gonna get something from Valentina because there's the beginning of the one episode where she's like getting her coffee and then having her lunch with the cats and everything. You're like, okay, we're going to develop her a little bit. Nope. That was it. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But again, that's, that's all for the staff. Um, So we just got, so the, the closing scene, which I want to come back to is, is LB after his time finishes with Lucia, he collapses on his bed and it revealed a picture of, do you know who that was on the, who that painting was of on the on the wall there? No, I know I can picture the painting, but I yeah, do not recall. So that that's Saint Sebastian, mm. pierced with arrows, and I, I have to believe it was on purpose, but I can't figure out why. So, do you know the story of Saint Sebastian? Enlighten us. Yeah, nope. Um, so he was shot with a bunch of arrows, but survived. And then was eventually murdered after that as a, as a martyr um, is, is the brief, brief story. Um, he's the patron saint of athletes. So I, that, the, that picture being centered as the closing shot of the episode has to mean something. I can't hmm. imagine it doesn't. Yeah. So the thing about him, so um, who was it? Diocletian. Once he realized Saint Sebastian or Sebastian was a, was Christian or whatever the faith was at the time that was bad in his eyes, um, had him be shot by archers, um, and then he survived. Is it going to mean that someone tries to kill somebody but then they survive and they know and then they accuse who did it? There's, there's, I I have no prediction. I mean, you're diving you're diving deep here. But I'm uh, I'm liking it. But the thing is, it's not just like a picture in the in a in a room somewhere that's just sure. kind of there. They centered the closing shot of the episode. Yeah, true. On that painting. So, all right, we'll get into we'll talk talk some drink, close it out, and get into our MVP, LVPs, and deaths predictions here. All right, do we want to grade the last drink first, or get into the MVP, LVP? death predictions first yeah let's grade it let's uh get the last one out of the way here all right i'll go first on it this is no one's pick um 
This is my two seed, I think. I'm going to go 7.9 off the top. And we'll see where I finish off with after. Um, Dirk, what do you got? 7.3. Yep. And I got 7.5. And then if it's allowed, I want to re-rank one. We'll, we'll, We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll save that though. All right. Um, MVP, LVP, and death. We'll go in the order of the drink choices. Dirk, who you got this week? Oh, wait. Sorry. I got to follow my notes. All right. I'm going. Okay. So I'm going to go death first. I'm a. <clears throat> wait. I think I, I switched it last week to Cameron, I believe, right? You did. Yep. I think okay. we, we, we all, all did. We all did. Okay. Yeah. We yeah, all yeah. did. Yep. I just wanted to confirm it. Uh, mostly that was last week too. And okay, so we all did last week. That that's right. So I'm gonna stick with that. I do think he's gonna die. Um I wonder like I think that Harper is gonna snap at some point. I'm not saying she's gonna kill anyone, but like that scene where she was um kind of walking towards the ocean, like on that little like mm-hmm. walkway thing. I don't know. She's like I feel like she's gonna lose it at some point. And I just thought that was interesting. And I think Cameron like it just is leading things are pointing to him. Could be a red herring, but I'm going to stick with him. Mm-hmm. Um, LVP, I'm going to go uh, with Ethan. He was just in general. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't. It's like I get the whole bro code that we were talking about, but I just think like Harper, I think what caught, what caught me, I guess, in a sense was Harper right away, like spills the beans, you know, with Daphne, like that whole conversation when Daphne's like, keep it between us. She spills the beans right away. So you can see like, you know, Harper from her end is, um, I guess would assume that Ethan would do the same to her and he didn't. And so like the whole bro code with Cameron, I think there's going to be more to that coming out. So that's my uh, LVP. And then my MVP, I'm going to go with another weird one. Uh, it's kind of like mesh two things into one, I guess. Uh, Portia's dino necklace. When she was talking to Tanya, uh, towards the start of the episode, I absolutely love that dinosaur necklace. It was like a, a brachiosaurus or maybe a bron- or, um, um, um We're going to need to go to the Instagram replay on this one. Yeah. Do you have but, a picture but, of this? Oh, yeah. I'll pull it up. Um, I was going to say, this is something where you need the picture. And then, so it was a moment. sweet necklace, that, and then like kind of combined into like Portia's whole, I thought Portia was really like extending an olive branch to Tanya and like pouring her heart out in a way and being like, Hey, I, like, I need some advice. Like, can you help me? And I thought her whole like monologue there was good. Like it was really like sentiment, like was, uh, or at least like expressing a lot of, uh, more like emotion towards her. I liked that a lot. And then like, I was, I was with the dino necklace. I'm like, this is great. And then Tanya being Tanya, I was like, I think Greg, everything he's doing is bullshit. <laughs> I'm like, Oh my <laughs> God. So that whole like scene, I'm like, that was just great in general. Um, so I don't know how you want to like score that, but that was my MVP. Um, I'm I'm coding it as Porsche's dinosaur necklace. And monologue. How about add that in there? No, that's too long. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> you guys will remember. Um, I need that picture though, because that is absurd. Let's see if I can find it. All right, <laughs> while waiting for that, Neil. Okay, Death. I'm gonna go. So I wanted to go a group of people, but I realized I need to narrow it down. So I'm going to go, I'll go with Quincy then. Cause he was kind of the main guy Quentin? of that. Yeah. Of that new group of people. 
Mm. Um, I just feel like they just, it's just someone new they brought in, you know, I'll change it up. Cameron didn't do anything for me to make him think he'll be the death again, but clearly it was an episode about him though. LVP, I'm going to go with Jack. He just, I already hinted at it here. He just kind of rubbed me the wrong way the whole episode, you know, kind of douchey. And I feel like we all, all been that scenario where we've talked to a girl all night and all of a sudden she goes off to another guy. Just was was not feeling that, you know. So I'll go LVP him. And Tanya, um, she's making my back-to-back MVP, I think. Because she was just living her best life this episode again. I mean, she's finally letting loose, having a good time mm-hmm. with the new group of guys she was with. And she's finally, you know, she kind of forgot about Greg a little bit. Because as far as we know, Greg's a piece of shit. So I'll go Tanya MVP. Okay. Anya is evened out on points, it looks like. She's gone negative one, one, negative one, one this this season. Um my death, man. I'm gonna stick with Cameron, but mostly because I have no reason to I have no reason to change it. Um this episode really threw me for a loop though, on this regard. Because nothing from Cameron made me think he was, like, it didn't reinforce my thought he was going to be the one that dies. But there was no one that jumped out that made me think, oh, that person would supersede him. I also, I'm thinking, I don't really care who dies at this point. Yeah. yeah. The way they're setting it up, like, they there was such a big moment at the premiere. But it's just so out of mind right now yeah i like really that. don't care like i don't want it to be certain like i don't want lucia or mia or albie or harper or even daphne to die but ultimately i, I don't it doesn't really matter on, on that front so we'll we'll see how that how that shifts if it shifts um the rest of the way and then can you with the the theme of that the lv my lvp this week is gonna be mia She's just getting sloppy. Like she's kind of running, just kind of running loose, doing Mm. irresponsible, poor, making poor decisions and not really thinking through decisions and just, just, just getting real sloppy with everything. I want to change my LVP that I like that (laughs) one. She, cause she really is dude. It's like everything she did, it could have been avoided pretty much. Yes. And she didn't help anybody at all or herself. Correct. Yes. Um, my MVP, I actually debated um, choosing Jack for this. I, I, I didn't. Yeah, here's one I of my did. LVP choices. <laughs> um, but my only thought was because of just kind of the shot in the arm he gave the season, I thought. But I ultimately went with Quentin for the same reason, but he's a more solid guy based off of one episode. I can get behind that. That whether he's being nice to Tanya because he's just a good guy or whatever the reason might be, he's kind of treating her like a person, which it didn't seem like Greg was really doing necessarily. Um, he's just worried about those macaroons. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Ever important macaroons. Uh, but, but Quentin, wardrobe aside, as, as sick as it was, 
he he was just a fun a fun energy added to the season um and he's clearly going to be there at least for the next episode hopefully for their final three um and i could see him potentially racking up mvp points over the course course of the last three episodes um but yeah, he he seems solid. He's he's a lot of fun. So so Quentin MVP, Mia LVP, and sticking with Cameron as my death. Um, so that's episode four. We got three left. Any any final thoughts on this season or this episode? Predictions? Anything else? Or just hold for next week? I don't think so. Yeah, I can't wait. All right. So that closes out the recap, and so we just have left uh here is the blackberry plus lemon score to finish out the taste test are we ready to score we gotta drink a little more wait didn't we already score we definitely already scored this oh oh no i'm sorry i I meant (laughs) i meant rehash the score um oh boy that seltzer's hitting them hard yeah a little bit but what i meant was was re go go over the scores and rescore if necessary so to recap Dirk had the cherry plus lime at 6.8. A little low. The <laughs> Woof. peach plus tangerine, 7.1. Pineapple plus cranberry, 6.7. Blackberry plus lemon, 7.3. Neil had cherry lime, 7.1. Uh, pineapple cranberry, 5.5. Peach tangerine, 7.3. Blackberry lemon, 7.5. I had cherry lime, 8.2. Peach cranberry, 5. Peach tangerine, I'm sorry, pineapple cranberry, five. Peach tangerine, 7.4. Blackberry lemon, 7.9. So no Neil, he's been adamant about risk scoring. But we're going to go in order. So Dirk. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love that. That was great. Do you, you have yeah. anything you want to change on your scores? Yeah, so I'm going to change everything but one. I got to look at the names again. I'm keeping pineapple cranberry the same, 6.7. Uh, I did not like that one that much. And then, oh no, you talk about how much you like. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> okay, that's the wrong. I meant score. peach, I meant peach, I meant peach and tangerine, peach and tangerine. Oh my peach god, peach tangerine stays yes, at yes. 6.7. Sorry, sorry, the, okay. pea, the lighter says... peach threw me off. Peach tangerine stays at seven. All right, cherry lime, I'm gonna bump up to 7.1, and then I'm gonna bump uh, pineapple cranberry to 7.7, blackberry lemon 7.8. Just a little bit better than pineapple in the end for me. Okay, so your final scores in order. Excuse me. Peach. I'm sorry. Pineapple. No, yeah. I'm, I'm so I'm so <laughs> yeah. thrown by by the, by the wrongness of the scores. <laughs> he just wanted to make you feel good. Peach tangerine, six point <laughs> seven. Astonishing. Yep. Cherry lime, seven point one. Yep. Pineapple cranberry, seven point seven. Yep. Blackberry lemon, seven point eight. Yep. Okay. Neil, you've been itching. Oh, I'm, yeah. allowed to, I'm, <laughs> I'm allowed, allowed to talk now. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's just the I just wanted to change the one I realized. I set the bar way too low. So yeah. I'm gonna put I'm putting cherry lime up at eight. And even eight? Yep. And then leave everything else the same. Oh man, that's a that's a big change. I like it. I just it it's the first one, so you don't want to set it too high. Yeah. You know. No, I, I feel that that's that's tough when you you don't want to set yeah like you said set the bar too high because then 
mm-hmm. if something is better, then where's it falling? But I do think cherry lime is the best. Um, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to leave mine. I, I like where I'm at. I like where I'm at. Cherry lime, 8.2, blackberry lemon, 7.9, peach tangerine, 7.4, pineapple crayon, and even five. It's so, pineapple crayon wasn't like bad. It's just middle no. of the road. It's just, it just kind of is. Right. Um, but that cherry lime was, was delicious. So Dirk loses since he had cherry <laughs> lime in the top. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, that's correct. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. That's correct. Um, but like we thought, this was a a really, really good pack. Oh, I don't, absolutely. I don't know that I've I don't have the notes. I have to go back to the actual episodes. I don't know that we've had any where we all had three flavors that were all a seven or above. Maybe we have, but I don't think we have. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is the best one for sure. Man. I'm a, I'm a little upset that the pack is only an eight pack. So you only have two of each flavor. I mean, that's how you know it's going to be a premium pack though. (laughs) Oh, fair point. Fair point. All right. So I think that we'll finish it. We did the recap. We did the taste test. I think it went fine. Oh, we, I think we're going to do it again probably at some point. Yeah, agreed. Whether we'll to... whether it's this show or another show, but it's going to happen again. Yeah, yeah that'll yeah, be discussion. Great. I do I do think the the TV recap is a great way to go. I got to get you guys into yeah. succession. That's the key because that, that show's coming up in the winter. That's that'd be the next easiest one to do. But that's a discussion yeah. for for offline. I think. Um, but yeah, this was a super fun episode. Um, worked out great with the Thanksgiving holiday that yeah. I'm assuming we all don't work tomorrow, Wednesday. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Define work. I don't work. It will be a lower key day. I'm assuming Dirk, it's the same scenario <laughs> yeah. for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, so I'm actually the only one that that's fully off. Yeah, but it's like, I don't know, it's the day before the holiday weekend. It's good good all right yeah i mean good, good. i got a couple of movies to go to but no, no oh hambone big day that is for you <laughs> the big day big day plan um but yeah this was a lot of fun hopefully the episode turns out okay um but yeah we got three episodes left of, of white lotus season two and we'll see what happens at the end but it's, it's been a great ride so far so hopefully you are enjoying this and if we have white lotus listeners who like the taste test that's kind of the vibe of what we do here is just kind of have a good time so um in between seasons we'll probably do another one of these hopefully we'll see if we can fit it in and we'll be back next week as always with another white loves recap episode five at this point so make sure you are subscribed apple spotify anywhere you listen and you can follow us twitter and instagram at gnome boys pod for dirk neil this is matt hambridge and we'll see you all next week